0: Hi, I'm Marvie, and I'm also in 8th grade.
1: We just came from Rosson Elementary School, showing off our
2: music
0: list And you are listening to the SMY Podcast.
2: Thanks for that introduction. Welcome to the SMY Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Bader, Communication Coordinator for the School District of South Milwaukee. We're continuing our celebration of music in our schools month, and today... What you just heard were two students who are part of the middle school's musical tour of the elementary schools. Students in middle school share their talents at assemblies at the elementary schools in the hopes of sparking an interest in music for the younger grades. But I think it might work the other way too, showing the middle school students how far they've come in their musical journey and reigniting their interest in their instruments. We'll have a video from that day at Rosson on our SMY in the Classroom YouTube playlist, which you can find on our homepage, The feature is meant to give parents and the community a peek into the day to day work going on in our schools. Today on the podcast, we're exploring South Milwaukee's theater program with students who are rehearsing, as I speak, for the spring musical performance of The Sound of Music. I chose this topic because of Music in Our Schools Month, but honestly, as I learned in my interviews this week, this could have been an episode focused on STEAM science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. As we'll hear, the entire school community has had a hand in making this large production possible, and I mean everyone. Today, we'll hear from two students in the musical, Emily and Logan, and from the director, Tim Backus, who will share with us all the work that goes into such a production and why that's a valuable part of a free, high quality public education. Here's Emily and Logan. So, Emily and Logan, thank you for being here. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Emily, why don't you start?
1: Okay. So I'm Emily. I'm a senior at South Milwaukee High School. Um, my future passion is actually to go into biology for my undergrad. My plan currently is to go to the University of Minnesota, Morris, for that. And then hopefully I want to pursue medicine after that, possibly emergency medicine.
2: So tell me what uh, what's your part in The Sound of Music?
1: So I'm part of the ensemble. I'm the dance captain, and I also play Baroness Elberfeld.
2: Dance captain. What's the dance captain?
1: So the dance captain is in charge of like helping, teach, and like lead the students in learning the choreography. I have about thirteen years of experience with dance.
2: Wow. Okay. Um, I want to get more into that, but um, Logan, let's talk to you next.
3: What? Um. Tell me about yourself. Uh, well, my name is Logan Grell. I'm a also a senior at South Milwaukee High School. Um. For college, I'm undecided, but I'm interested in stuff like photography, graphic design. And I also do, like, track and field. I played football this year, so I do a lot of stuff. I'm around the school a lot. So I play uh, Rolf Gruber. He's that uh, 17-year-old who later turns into a Nazi. and like, Or he's been a Nazi the whole time. And, yeah. <laughs> but in the beginning, uh, he does this scene with Liesl, my castmate, Natalie Westbrook. Uh, we do 16 going on 17, and we've been working super hard. And I think that scene is going to be a really like scene by all the audience and...
2: Yeah, it's powerful for you, huh? yeah. yeah, it is. Um, let's, so th- that's kind of why I asked you here. I, I'm interested in, in the amount of work, you know, like uh, maybe Emily, tell us what it's been like uh, getting ready for The Sound of Music. So
1: there's a lot of work leading up to um, a performance for the weekend. So we typically have two hour rehearsals after school for about two months, a month and a half before. And then especially like the past week, we've been having really long rehearsals to help put together the set. And then we also just had a full day rehearsal on Saturday, which is where we put in like lighting and sound and music because we have to like-
3: And we work with the, uh, the band.
1: We have to put a lot of elements together And then this week, we call it Tech Week in Theater, which is where we just do full-on run-throughs of the show to get all the transitions smooth, which is about five hours after school. So it takes a lot of work and a lot of like helping hands together to put together a musical.
2: So, Logan, what's it like doing schoolwork on top of all of what you just described?
3: Well, it's a lot because I'm also – track and field just started last week. So I'm here from like 7 to 3. I do track from 3 to 5. And then I have theater from like 6 until like 10 o'clock. So I usually have to do my homework during school because I don't feel like staying up late to do it because I'm, I'm already wiped out for the day. So I usually do it during my study hall.
2: Yeah, Emma, you were just saying that you started maybe at like 10 o'clock doing some homework, right? Yeah,
1: so I started my homework about ten fifteen when I got home last night. Made myself a nice mug of hot cocoa to do it with. <laughs> Finished at about eleven thirty, and that's one of my lighter days because I take a pretty hard class load.
3: Wow.
2: So so why do you guys do this? Anybody can answer this. Why um, why take on all this work?
3: Well, I mean, last year uh, I started in High School Musical and I joined like the day of the first rehearsal because um, someone I used to talk to just convinced me to do it because the person who was casted as Troy uh, quit right after and they were holding auditions. So I joined, I auditioned and I got a part. Was with, that your first theater My, my experience? first ever. And it, it was super great. And then I, I didn't I couldn't do the uh, the fall play because I was in football but I wanted to come back and I'm happy that I'm back. Yeah, wow! How brave of you to to just show <laughs> no, up. No, it was and- it was so scary uh, at first, but I remember the first time, like after the first scene, like I felt so relieved last year, and then everything just went so smooth. And then after the bows at the end, like I don't know, it just felt so good to be up there. After like after the first night, and then the other two nights, it, it was just it was just great to be there.
1: Well, I'm on the, actually the complete opposite of the spectrum. I've been doing theater since about like seven through productions at my church, and then I've been dancing since I was about three. So I have a lot more experience on that yeah. end. But I do theater just because I love it. There's nothing that compares to like the thrill of being on stage and just the connections you make with people like I have lifelong friends and people I've met through theater that I don't think I would have met any other way and there's just it's just so a unique experience that nothing else really compares to it it's so, like the long hours as soon as you get on that stage and you see the, like the audience and you could feel the spotlight on you there's just nothing like it
2: mm, wow and do you see an application for this in you know your life after high school like what do you what skills do you think that you have developed doing something like this that's going to help in the next stage?
3: Um, I mean, last year, uh, I came in with zero experience at all. Like, no singing, no acting, none of that. But, I mean, we have, we just got this new music teacher this year. Uh, her name is Mrs. Swanson. She, like, she, like, quote-unquote coaches me, kind of. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like I've developed, like, my singing and a lot of that in the past year, and she's been a really big help. And I feel like that I could do this again, keep doing this in college and just keep pursuing it there. Possibly, though. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. still don't know what I want to do, though. Sure.
2: Well, I imagine for you, just the experience of doing something you've never done before and succeeding at it must have felt pretty good. Yeah, no, it, it was great. Right? Maybe a little less afraid to do something new next time when, yeah. when you're out in the real world, mm-hmm. you know. Um, right. Amy, uh, sorry, Emily, how about you?
1: So I feel like even if I don't end up pursuing anything related with theater, I feel like the connection of, to the arts will always stick with me. I feel like arts is like a voice for our time and like a way to connect with people. Also, just like collaborating with people. It takes a lot of collaboration to put any production together. And that kind of teamwork, I think, will be very valuable as an asset to me later on in life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like also the audition process and like putting yourself out there is really helpful for job interviews. So being able to, like, adapt quickly and, like, take directions and just put together a creation that you're proud of really can apply to anything. Yeah, we
2: we're having him talk about the teamwork that you have to – I mean, how many people are in the show this year?
3: Uh, There's about – what is it, like, 30 people about? In Mm -hmm. the cast. In the cast, we have – I'm not sure how many people we have in crew, but we have a a pretty uh, good amount. 60?
1: 60 We have about, like,
3: 60 people in the crew – uh, we have a bunch of directors and like like heads of all the like we, the sound, the pit, mm-hmm. just everything. We have we have a lot of people. For student participation. The I student participation. About sixty. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wow. And so like, I know you know them already, but like having to work in this way with this part of your mind, with this part of your, you know, like you said, putting yourself out there is different than maybe collaborating on a biology project or something in design. Yeah. You know. Just it ha- must not have all gone exactly smoothly.
3: Have you guys had to overcome anything in, in this production? I mean, yesterday uh, we did our full, our first full run uh, with like costumes and makeup and everything. And obviously, a couple of things went wrong. Some people missed their cues, uh, like, and but it it happens. We'll work through it. Mm-hmm. And it's it'll be it'll be good by Friday. Yeah, I are mean, You have the thought there too.
1: I think um, one of the challenges this year has been trying to balance. Yeah. A lot of our leads and people in the production have had a lot on their work like workload. Mm-hmm. So trying to balance like learning all this stuff and keeping up your grades, and we also had like a bout of sickness. So mm-hmm. that canceled rehearsals a little bit, like yeah. right in the middle, which is a very like integral part of the process to getting mm-hmm. everything down. But overall, it's gone pretty smoothly. Um, it's been a little rough getting the set up because we had a very limited time schedule this year, so that was pretty long hours. (laughs) We
2: got it all set up in like two days. Wow, wow, and and you're a dancer, right? So teaching others to dance that maybe didn't have that experience before, that must have been a little tough
1: it is interesting because I teach younger children on the weekends. I um, am an assistant teacher for the rec department, so I help in the mornings. So it's very interesting going from like teaching four-year-olds and like seven-year-olds to teaching high schoolers. <laughs>
2: right, right, yeah. I mean, part of it. I mean, the reason why football players would take ballet is just to get to know to move your body in different ways. So I imagine it wasn't actually that tough for you. Huh?
3: I mean, I mean, uh, it was my first year doing football. Um, I j- freshman and sophomore year I didn't really do anything I just was just there Mm -hmm. and I decided the first thing I did was theater and then I did track right after last year and I decided I wanted to get involved so I did a I just am new to like everything
2: these last couple years yeah what a variety of experiences yeah Yeah. and I guess that's coming right out of COVID right you didn't Mm -hmm. have a lot to do for a couple years Um, right
3: and then COVID I just like lost a lot of my motivation to do stuff Mm -hmm. but as soon as I joined theater I just feel like I started to get my motivation back and I just I just want to be involved.
2: Sure. Has it changed how um, you guys have experienced the music and the production and the writing all together? I mean, just having lived it for ho- however many months?
1: I think it definitely gives you a different connection with the music. Like, I don't think I can ever hear that waltz music again without thinking <laughs> one, two, three, back, like all the different right. steps. And just like connecting, especially if you're playing a character, like the way that you connect with a character when you're playing it is much different than seeing it in a production because you kind of have to like put yourself in the mindset of that character. Mm. And we know that like the script and the different characters and the music like backside, forwards, upside down, mm. which is much different than on like a casual level of seeing mm. it.
2: Now, it sounds like a whole big part of the high school is involved in this, but I imagine, you know, after folks see you doing this, it's going to change, you know, how they feel about theater in general. Like, I I remember that because I wasn't involved in theater, that after the production, I looked at those people and I was more impressed with them than I was before because of the amount of work they did. Now, uh, did you guys experience that last year, you know, or... Uh, have you? Do you know what I'm talking about at all? Yes, I feel like
1: for a High School Musical, we had a pretty large turnout. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it was a musical that like a lot of high schoolers knew. They saw it on their TV, so I feel like a lot of people. It was really interesting to see like what they knew in their like childhood, like being brought on stage by people their own age and being like, "Wow, you did this! Sure. Like that's really impressive." Mm so we're hoping that the sound of music has a pretty similar turnout i think it's a musical a lot of people seen. it's a classic mm-hmm. we're hoping to reach people of all ages to come see it
2: so. nice nice um okay well thank you guys uh so we've had logan and emily here um talking about their experience with theater next we're going to talk to their uh their director mr tim backus thanks guys yeah of, of course. course before we get to mr Backus, so let's listen to a little bit of the rehearsal Um, This is Logan singing uh, his part in the song 16 Going On
0: 17.
2: To the podcast. Thank you for being here.
4: Thanks for having me.
2: Wow uh, Emily and Logan just they are dynamic. they are very electric. Uh, are all your kids that way?
4: Ah uh, for the most part yeah theater tends to attract kids at least on the stage who are very outgoing. Uh, passionate individuals, so yeah, that doesn't surprise me to hear that they, they came in and knocked your socks off. Yeah,
2: they really did, uh, and actually they entertained the whole office because I walked them around. <laughs> this is the one part of the high school they'd never kind of been to is our district office. Oh so, yeah,
4: I suppose that makes sense.
2: Yes, yeah, so I give them a little tour, uh, and and yeah, they were just, everyone was smiling. So um, Tell me about um, putting on a production this size. How How do you do it?
4: Oh, man. Um, It's a lot of moving parts for a musical. Um, It's complicated enough to put on a play, you know, just a regular straight play. Musical is crazy, and it takes months of planning before auditions even happen. So um, you get the rights for the production, and then immediately the planning starts. So I'm working with the other staff members on my theater program to figure out, okay, what do we want our set to look like? How do we need to pace out our rehearsals? Once I have a cast, it's how do I create a schedule that accommodates like thirty kids in a cast while minimizing the conflicts that they have, while also leaving enough time to rehearse choreography, dancing, acting, everything. Um, so it's complicated. I guess the, the simplest answer I can give is just a lot of planning.
2: And this is your first year instructing at South Milwaukee High School, but but not your first year with the musical.
4: Correct. So this is my fifth year directing the theater program here, Um, and I, you know, I went to high school here and went through the theater program here too, which is kind of cool. Um, But this is my first year full time teaching here. It has been interesting. Well, one, I'm here in the building a lot more, so there's that. Um, But there is definitely a benefit to being here, um, getting to know some of the kids who I wouldn't otherwise know, and drawing some of them, you know, into the program as well. but also just you know seeing the dynamic of the school and and forging relationships with kids who um don't necessarily hang out in the performing arts wing um has has been cool and i think beneficial for me in the way that i um relate and talk to like all the students here
2: yeah yeah um kind of back to the the production side i mean it's, uh the the kids were telling me there's just Dozens and dozens of people participating in yeah. this, right? And, and some staff too.
4: Yeah, I want to say, okay, so total probably around 70 students and uh, 12 to 15 adults. Um, so, I mean, the students are spread across the cast crew and pit. Um, adults, I have like eight main theater staff members. So it's myself, um, I have our uh, choreographer, Cora Trexel music director Amy Swanson, um, pit conductor Tyler Stepp, we've got Nick Devia from the PAC who runs the crew, we've got Shelly Krajasic, English teacher who designs the set, um, Rick Chonacki uh, from the community runs the lighting and sound, um, Mary Siegel does costumes, and then I've got a whole bunch of people who came in to play instruments in the pit with us too, so staff members, community members, a couple paid professionals, um, all came together to create this.
2: A whole community event is, is what you're putting on
4: here. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, and, and I say that in the, in the, um, not in the present tense, cause it's this, it's this weekend as we're recording it, you're probably going to listen to this after, but we kind of wanted to focus a little bit on the education side of what a theater program brings to a school setting. What are your initial thoughts when I asked that question? What, what does it bring?
4: opportunity i think um especially for students who are looking for um more well within the 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 curricular setting you know more non-traditional electives that they can take um this year with my being brought onto staff was the first year and i think it's three years maybe that they've offered the drama courses um and we had enough students to fill two sections of it i had 50 some kids signed up for drama one this year which is I mean, a lot. I'm I'm not expecting that next year because we had kind of a backlog, but um, it was really cool to see uh, kids kind of coming out of their shells when we did our performance units, kids finding their interests that they wanted to dive into when we did our design units. It was a little something for everybody. And I think people tend to be scared of theater because they think, well, it's only performing. I don't want to be on stage, but there's so much more to it. And having that as a course that people can take in school introduces people to it and shows you that there's really so many different ways that you can get involved and that like not only are stimulating like socially um, but also like educationally, academically. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that, that the musicians aside from the concerts that they have, that the, this is another avenue for them to use and to build, you know, their, and to practice and build use their skill. Mm-hmm. But then you have a whole different talent when it comes to the, the backstage set, right? Yeah. Um, can you maybe just tell me about the difference between maybe front of stage and back of stage and the kind of um, skills and kids that you pull into that?
4: Yeah. Um, so, you know, the actors, uh, I mean, they come from a wide variety of areas of the school. A lot of them tend to be in music already or in choir, but there are a whole bunch who just like really enjoy the idea of being on stage. Um, the crew uh, I mean a pretty wide variety of kids. Some of them are just people who want to be involved in theater. they love it they want a space to hang out. others are really interested in building and designing things. Um, so I do get you know some tech ed kids who really want to be involved with this because there's construction there's you know power tools. Um, and then I also get a lot of artists. so there, we have a big overlap with our crew with like the Art honor Society for example. Um, and a lot of them tend to really gravitate toward the crew stuff. And then we have our our booth where they do the lighting and sound. Same kind of thing. I tend to have a lot of artists. Um, I tend to have a lot of overlap with robotics, uh, the robotics club here. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think the last three or four years I've had at least, you know, a handful of kids be in both theater and robotics at the same time.
2: This is – I mean, we just celebrated Steam Night here. I mean, this is – Application of learning, uh, you know, with a big project management goal in mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and, and also, I guess, peer interactions, right? Because uh, Emily, you know, I asked her, like, what's it like to correct a, a peer, you know, and um, that, that must take some coaching from you.
4: Yeah. Uh, and Emily's actually a great person to ask about that because she's our dance captain. Um, so she has been tasked as a senior with, like, when they're not in official choreography rehearsals, being the person that people go to for help or, or giving instruction to students, so some of that we put in structurally. We assign like some leadership roles to these students on stage and off stage, um, and some of it just sort of comes naturally over time. The whole idea is you want to really build that culture where kids feel comfortable um, working around each other, talking to each other, and like helping each other um, create something cool.
2: Yeah, I would say for anybody who listened to our STEM uh, our, st- our program about the STEM program in the middle school, one thing that the high school CTE staff was asking for is people that can collaborate and people that can disagree and know how to handle that disagreement. And then, you know, also we have the Foundations for Success where people learn about stress management, and, and all of it kind of culminates with your seniors being leaders uh, and, and maybe not even just seniors being leaders on the stage to put on this group effort.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I think coming out of the pandemic, you know, that's, I mean, especially important is getting back that spirit of collaboration and, you know, being able to manage stress levels and everything is, yeah, it's a stressful experience, but we all have to help each other um, through it. And I think that's one of my favorite things about theater is watching these kids from so many different parts of the school with all these different interests come together to create this one thing really cool.
2: Hmm. Um, how much of this is a showcase of South Milwaukee High School to the community? I mean, because you play a role in city government too and you're a lifelong resident. What does the this spring production mean for the community?
4: It's huge. I don't know that we have... I, I would have to you know check the numbers, but I don't know that we have any other activities that get this many kids and staff members involved all at the same time if i mean Mm -hmm. if so it would be like link crew or something but that's you know it's different we're talking about like a performance or an or an athletic thing like this is this is a huge number of people and so yeah i would say this does really represent the school and the community and when we put something up there like i want this to be something that draws people to our community um because people will look, they'll go to a Shorewood or a Tosa West or a Kenosha Bradford and they'll see the awesome theater programs that they have there. And they would be like, oh, man, I wish we had that at our school. And that's what I want us to be.
2: Yeah, I was going to say that has to be the draw. I mean, we have a beautiful uh, performing arts center, you know, so um, I would think that would be an attractive reason for a family to want to enroll in South Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, as the program gets better and better, um, that's got to be an add on. Um any other thoughts, you know, big E, big education-wise, on what a theater program brings to uh, a school?
4: Empathy. Um, empathy. Yeah. I, I think that is the most important thing about theater, honestly. And empathy isn't exactly an academic skill, and yet it's, like, whether kids know it or not, they're getting instruction in empathy regularly um, through the literature that they read or the history that they digest. or You know, um, in the theater world... Uh, for the kids on stage, for example, you have to be able to put yourself into somebody else's shoes um, to be able to be a good actor. Um, you have to be able to understand the challenges that people go through and feel the emotions that they felt. And I, I think there's you know, such a global deficiency in empathy at the moment that um, this is one of those really rare spots, just that. And it also makes a huge difference academically. Then it, I mean, it helps in terms of equity throughout the school. If you have kids being more aware and empathetic of each other, I mean, that's a, that's a big benefit if we're if we're trying to improve our, you know, equitable education. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe not exactly what you were looking for, but I would say that's to me the biggest thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I, I wasn't sure what I was looking for. Um, <laughs> um, th- these questions. I don't know if anybody thinks about this, but they're not really planned. We're just having a conversation. Um, and then how about outside, you know, after, I mean, you've made this your career, you know, but, um, I can just see that someone giving a presentation or whatever, just learning to project as someone who doesn't project very well, just being able to give a presentation or to be able to stand in front of a room, um, you know, those skills all kind of come from what you
4: do. Yes, absolutely. Um, anybody who steps on stage, uh, has to be comfortable speaking in front of people that's just the nature of it um and even for those who don't step on stage um there was there was a girl uh who graduated last year um Hibizu, and she would project louder than any of my actors she was the sound person and she knew exactly what was expected of them every time they walked up on stage <laughs> she'd be like you need to talk louder um so you know it's not just the people on stage it permeates throughout everywhere um and in terms of career opportunities, like I've had kids go on and do stuff like technically or at least somewhat related mm-hmm. that used a lot of the skills they picked up in the booth or backstage.
2: Yeah, yeah. And practical application rather than, you know, book learning or mm-hmm. lectures or, I mean, they, they have to and they have to do it right three times at least, right, for, for the shows you put on. Yeah. Um, well, Tim, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Thank you for being part of the school and putting on such a big production. I know it's a ton of work, uh, and it's really appreciated around here.
4: Absolutely. Thank you.
2: Well, I want to say thank you to Logan, Emily, and Tim for uh, agreeing in a very busy week to come in and share uh, what uh, their impressions are of the the musical this year, and and also to all of those people who are participating, um, those who are donating their time to um, put on just a great show for the community. I'd like to share some information about another event coming up. It's called um, Stand Up, Speak Up, Get Loud About Your Public Schools. It's an advocacy event. Um, I hope you know by now that, that South Milwaukee is facing a $1.6 million budget deficit uh, next year, and that's largely due to um, no increases in per-pupil spending over the last two years from, um, from our legislature. Um, so on April 19th, from 5 to 7 p.m. at the high school, We're asking people to join us to write letters to our elected officials, hear about the public school funding crisis, and ask questions, join in a family-friendly art build to create pro-public school projects, and contribute to a community art build that celebrates and supports funding for South Milwaukee and all our public schools. Um, You can find more information about that at um, our website, forward slash speak up. Um, This has been the SMY podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, I'd like to end on maybe one of the more famous songs from The Sound of Music. Here is Do Re Mi.